The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, it's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problems. With local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome to the Financial Guys radio program. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Hayflick in for Mike Lomas. And uh, we are the Financial Guys, and this is the show where money meets politics. I'm all warmed up from yesterday. We had the opportunity to fill in for Sandy Beach from 9 to noon, the great Sandy Beach. We yeah, certainly appreciate job, that. The These are way better headphones than I had yesterday. They keep the good stuff for the weekends, I guess. Yeah, am I on? Yeah, I think <laughs> you're good. Yeah, you guys did a great job. I had Thank a little you. bit of downtime, I think between 10 and 11 a.m. So I was listening. Great job. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a lot of fun, and as always, and today we're going to have equally as much fun. So if you want to join us, of course, as you know, it's always an open mic session. And for those of you now listening down in Florida, this is our first show on uh, WFTL, simulcasting down to the Florida market. Uh, this is a live call and talk show. I'm sitting in the studio right now, right next to Mike, mm -hmm. and uh, the phone lines are open. If you are outside the area, use the 1-800 number. That's 1-800-616-9236. Again, one 800 616-9236. If you are local, of course, 803-0930 and star 930 is a free call in the cell. Don't forget the text line is also open. I love the text line. It's 30930. That's 3930. Feel free to shoot us a text as the show progresses. Uh, if we are going to talk politics for a little bit today, we're going to talk about uh, money. We're going to talk about Social Security. Yep. We're going to be joined by uh, Denny Artachi at the bottom of the hour as well. He's our mm -hmm. Social Security claiming strategist down in the Florida market. Of course, you are one of, I think, what, four or five in the state there's here? four in New York State. Three are on our team. Which so, is awesome. So, yeah. there's a we got to find that fourth. I, I, we, I, I, think he's, <laughs> I think he's down in the New York City market. I don't know okay. where he is, but, uh, yeah, we're pretty active up here. I know that. Yeah, for sure. So uh, if, you, uh, if, you, if you need someone to help you with your Social Security, of course, or any Anything has to do with you and your money, you can always call us at the office, 633-1515. Before I get into um, you know some of the volatility and stuff like that we're going to talk about, I do want to start off with Ocasio-Cortez, uh, certainly one of my favorite uh, new Democrat mouthpieces, oh, just yes. giving so much uh, opportunity for uh, – for material for <laughs> for as long as she's in, in Congress. She was the youngest uh, female uh, congressperson now and uh, youngest elected female to Congress. Mm -hmm. um, probably not the brightest, I'm guessing, but she uh, she's not even actually in yet, right? So she's, I guess, congresswoman-elect, right? 
That's her right. term has not even started, and she's already potentially violated ethics rules. <laughs> she's off to a hell of a start. She, she misconstrued some of those subpoena rules, I think. I, well, she just makes it up as she goes. That's the best part she with really her. Does. So uh, Donald Trump uh, Jr. Uh, sent out a meme, which was absolutely hysterical, <laughs> actually. It was, uh, well, hysterical if you're in this country. Not so funny if you're in Venezuela, sadly. Sure. Uh, why are, are you so afraid of uh, a socialist economy? The top says at the bottom it is because Americans want to walk their dogs, not eat them, as Donald <laughs> Trump saying back. And of course, she came out and then threatened to use her subpoena powers mm-hmm. when she is actually, uh, well, in her, her in her words, inaugurated. That's right. Nobody told her that. That's really <laughs> not what happens in Congress, but that's okay. She's going to be signing a lot of bills. Nobody told her that she doesn't sign bills either. So apparently, she doesn't have any idea what she's supposed to do in Congress. But what you're not supposed to do. Uh, Ms. Cortez is to threaten private citizens with, uh, you know, subpoena power. You right. just can't do that. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if she faces any uh, ethics, uh, you know, retro, what do we call it, uh, reprimands Ret- or anything? Yeah. You know, I doubt it. Glenn, what, what would it be like to be on her staff? Imagine always having to well, try to catch what she says and good try news. and correct things. The good news, yeah, right. <laughs> well, the, the good news for her interns, her interns are um, – now being paid 15 bucks an hour. So she's one of only four congresspeople, that, uh, including Bernie Sanders, uh, that has uh, agreed to pay not only pay the interns, because yeah. half of them most don't in, in Congress. Well, I should say in the uh, House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. In the Senate, about half do and half don't. Sure. In the House, 99% do not. <laughs> She'll be one of a couple that do, and she's going to pay them 15 bucks an hour. So good for her. Good you know, for if she her. can afford it and she can uh, – well, actually, not her money, but <laughs> well, if she can key, pull it off key. and get the right staff people, then uh, I think that's totally fine. But we'll <laughs> see. Anyway. Very good. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. So she's inaugurated in the chamber. Exactly. Ashley I love Cortez. it. Oh, I, <laughs> for those of you listening yesterday, thank you very much. By the way, I love my panini machine. I'm st- use it, uh, Thanks, Norma. I appreciate that. But we were talking yesterday on the show about some of the worst gifts that you've received and some of the worst gifts to give. See, oh, yes. I, I always like to pick somebody that I you know, kind of like but not really just that I want to screw with and uh, I buy them. A, we used to do that with, with our friends that had kids when we were younger. So we had young kids. They had young kids. They would buy things like the toy drum set for us. We would buy things like the – you know the the musical instrument at Christmas that you sh- couldn't shut off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my buddy did that to me. Our our kids are our oldest two are the exact same age, and he bought me a Lily. Was probably my oldest was now in college, but she was probably like two years old. Right. Right. He buys or three years old. He buys us this saxophone, mm-hmm. and it was great. She loved it. <laughs> But it did not have an off switch. So even when you picked to clean it up, it would like, once you hit a button, it would play a tune. And it wouldn't stop. Like it would just, the whole tune would it's have to play. There was no. The only way to shut it off was to take the batteries out. Yeah. Yeah. Throw he got it the, against the wall. He, yeah. He, he got the drum set next year. That's great. So anyway. That's great. So, but we talked a little bit about that yesterday. I'm glad you're enjoying your panini machine. I, you know, it's one yeah. of those things where you just end up with all this stuff and it's cluttering in your, in your kitchen cabinets, right? The, yes. the, the ice cream maker, the panini machine. Oh, the, yes. All that and all stuff. those endless uh, plastic containers that you think, oh, I guess I'll just keep this too. And then you end up with like 1,400 of them. They yeah. all come tumbling out. <laughs> you know, how often exactly. do you use a panini machine? Think never. <laughs> never. I, I'm more apt to use an iron you know, on a fry pan if I'm going to make a panini. If yeah, I'm not swinging yeah. by, uh, what's that place that makes? Who's, who does, who's the panini place? What's that called? Oh, uh, oh I'm thinking of like uh, Panera, Panera. Panera. Panera, sure. Right? Oh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, so bombshells dropped yesterday uh, and uh, for against Trump from the Mueller uh, investigation, right? So now mm-hmm. they're saying that 
Uh, Michael Cohen, of course, is uh, is potentially been recommended to face up to five years in prison for. Uh, well, lying amongst mm-hmm. other things, uh, he was paid more than four million dollars by promising access to Trump. Right now, right. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that how that works in Washington? I mean, doesn't everybody do that? I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm being dead serious here. It seems to me like sure. there's all kinds of lobbyists that are getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah. What apparently he did was say, "Listen, if you want access to Trump, you know, you're going to want to retain my law firm," sure. and so they did, and they paid him roughly four million dollars. Um, I, I didn't realize that was even, you know, to me, I, I mean, there's aren't there like tons of attorneys in Washington doing the exact same thing? I if mean, he doesn't explicitly say it, it's implicit in there. I mean, you're, you know, if you're that close to Trump, he's now the president. Guess what? Right. <laughs> you I mean, pretty much have me as your door to get to him. Um, I think it's just a matter of who had access to Trump. You know, it, it's it's who's who's doing it. And then do we want to hammer this guy? And they clearly wanted to hammer Cohen. Well, they're so, going to try to hammer Trump, right? right? So so they're now – Mueller is alluding to the fact that the payments to Stormy Daniels, amongst others, uh, were illegal. And I, I, I don't know where he's going with this because, to be honest with you, from what I understand, unless he used campaign funds – right. It's perfectly legal to have mm-hmm. your whether you're running for president or not sure. uh, to to pay hush money if you want to 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 certain people. I love how MSNBC and, and CNN and all these shows. I don't know if you caught it or not, but they're all out there now. I don't know where they find these women, but they had a panel of three women, and they were all talking about how we shouldn't judge Stormy Daniels because of her job, and and really it's not fair, and you know her sure. job as an actress is nothing different than anybody else's job. I'm right. like. Boy, that's a stretch. She's suddenly the new moral authority and the voice of reason out there, right? That's who yeah. they're using. Yeah, that, that's their poster <laughs> child, exactly. That's their poster child for uh, you know, for, for successful women, I guess. Were there I, only three know. people on that panel? Usually there's like 13, no, 16. Like the one I almost, saw. You can almost not even recognize their faces when yeah. they pan out because there's so many people on those panels. Yeah, like, they can only find three, Mike. They can, <laughs> that's all they could come up with. They can only find three women that could honestly, with a straight oh, face, yeah, with right. a straight face, could honestly look at the camera and say that, being a a porn star is some sort of a noble profession. If yeah. you're, a, if you're, a, they probably promised access to Ocasio Cortez and Bernie Sanders. Maybe, they, maybe. You know, by being on the show. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a lot more to come here. We are going to talk some Social Security. We'll, of course, yeah. answer your calls and questions when it comes to the market. The market was uh, took a beating yesterday, down 525 points. Uh, you know, four and a half percent loss for the week in the in the broader markets. Uh, pretty pretty brutal week, and considering only four days. Uh, but this market seems to be finding, looking for a, a bottom or looking for a, a direction. And, you know, it seems like the wind blows one way, it gets hammered. It blows the other way, it gets hammered. Yep. Uh, we'll talk on the other side of the break about uh, this. is I thought this was a good piece, actually, from uh, – what was this from? This was in uh, CNBC. Uh, J.P. Morgan, a, a quantitative analyst, uh, a guru they call him, uh, thinks fake news is to blame. And to be honest with you, I, I kind of agree with them. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. If you want to join us, of course, always an open mic session. Feel free to comment on anything we're talking about or ask uh, anything that has to do with you and your money. If you are local here, of course, 803-0930. Star 930 is a uh, free call and a cell. And, of course, if you're outside the area, one 800 616 9236. And don't forget the text line is open at 30930. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Hayflickin from Mike Lomas. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803 0930. Toll free at 800 616 WBEN. And cell calls are free at Star 930. 
Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Hayflick, in for Mike Lomas here on News Radio 930 WBEN, and now simulcasting down on uh, AM 850 WFTL down in Florida. And if you're mm-hmm. outside the area, you'd like to join the show. This is a live broadcast. Uh, 1-800-616-9236 is the number if you're outside the area. 1-800-616-9236. Of course, if you are local here, 8030930, and star 930 is a free call to sell. And again, don't forget the text line at uh, 30930. A couple great texts came in throughout the break here. Uh, even if you use campaign funds, it's only a misdemeanor with a fine. Obama was fined 375000 because of misuse of campaign funds. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate your help there. And uh, another one came in. Mueller says it's illegal for Trump to pay hush money, but Congress can do it with our tax dollars. <laughs> you know, I, I, sus- I expect Mueller, who, by the way, is not a Boy Scout. If you look at the Mueller's background when he was, uh, you know, worked in the, uh, the Boston area, you know, he kept four people in jail knowing they were innocent mm-hmm. uh, simply to, to be able to continue to, to, uh, to use Whitey Bulger, who was just recently killed, as an informant. Uh, Whitey Bulger, I mean, you know, we I think we look at the government, whether it be the FBI or the Department of Justice or the CIA, mm-hmm. as somehow this ultra-pure, uh, you know, form of whatever, right? And the, re- the reality of it is if you look into the FBI and, you know, not to beat up on the FBI, but let's be fair here, yeah. you know, especially in the local market, we still don't know who took the phone call that uh, regarding the Parkland shooter. Multiple phone calls went to the FBI. Silence, no accountability whatsoever. Fast and furious, mm-hmm. right? Giving uh, two thousand over two thousand, uh, uh, you know, guns to uh, to the Mexican cartels. Never tracked them. That was the FBI, right? You know, going back into the eighties and nineties, uh, they kept Whitey Bulger basically protected uh, while he was out there murdering people. I mean, just shocking. I mean, that's really just that was our FBI. Yeah, and there's limited oversight, right? Like, it's very rare that you start to probe the FBI. The FBI probes the public and the things that are going on out in the public. So, right, uh, where's the uh, you know the accountability? Who can do it? Right, you know, it's Congress, I guess. Well, it's supposed to be Congress, but here's the thing. So, so the FBI, which we know is not squeaky clean, Congress is not squeaky clean either. And what's you know, it's one thing to Say you know, Mueller is not, of course, not going to uh, you know go after Congress for for hush money. It's that's fine. You know, Mueller's primary purpose is to go after Trump, right? His mm-hmm. his he's a hitman basically, for lack of a, you know, figuratively, of course, for the for the Clintons uh, oh, yeah. to go back for retribution for Clinton not winning the election, uh, which is ridiculous, but that's what it is. But when Congress comes out to criticize it, that's what I have a problem with. Because yes, President Trump paid hush money to mistresses, no mm-hmm. doubt, nobody denies that. Mm-hmm. But at least he didn't do it with taxpayer money. And so right. those of you in Congress that did, and a lot of you did, mm-hmm. you know, I love how these congressmen come out and they act as if they're, you know, the, the pure yeah. is the driven snow, right? They're ashamed. Like, they're ashamed. They're shocked. <laughs> shocked. They want, you know, they want him held accountable for that's, what he did. Well, that's right. what about you guys? We still yeah. don't know who was paid money. Yeah. We still don't know how much money was paid, right? Yeah. That's different still rules. all secret. It's always different rules for different people. Exactly. And the, the rules are way different for Trump against pretty much everyone else. Everyone else. Put anyone else up against him. Yep, no doubt. So here's another thing. For those that say we can't find the money for the wall, here's uh, here's $310 million we can find. Obama caught secretly funneling $310 million to illegal uh, immigrants. Uh, basically what they did was the Obama administration approved $310 million in free legal advice uh, to young illegal immigrants, despite a federal law barring cha- uh, charging taxpayers <laughs> for helping immigrants avoid deportation, according to a new report. So just three hundred ten million, about a buck a, 
a buck an American. Yep. <laughs> Unreal. So, yeah, we all kicked Jeez. in for that just to help keep them here. Unreal. All right. 803-0930 if you want to join us. Let's talk about the markets for a second. And um, where did that? Where I put that article in? Here we go. Here it is. Fake news. This was good. I thought this was – I caught this on CNBC, which I don't often follow, but this article kind of caught my interest. It was, why are markets so volatile? And by the way, uh, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, we put a lo- all the stuff that we talk about, we usually post to our Facebook page. So like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. Uh, we'll post a lot of stuff there as well. And uh, also f- use our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. Uh, J.P. Morgan quant guru thinks fake news is to blame. And what he's talking about is kind of this feedback loop of negative news that we're going through. What he's saying is it really doesn't match up with reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kolonovic, who is a J.P. Morgan uh, analyst, uh, cited a combination of domestic political groups, analysts, and foreign actors who are amplifying negative headlines to sow discord and erode faith in markets. And uh, he went on to say that the echo chamber that they continue to repeat things is uh, not helpful either. Uh, but he did say from a, a, a health standpoint, uh, to some extent, this is his quote, to some extent, we, we trace the disconnect between negative sentiment and macroeconomic reality to reinforcing a feedback loop of real and fake hmm. negative news. We got a similar story, not about the fake news part. Yeah. Uh, we did a call yesterday uh, for our clients with a couple of our, mm-hmm. uh, our analysts on our investment committee. We have a separate arm called Independent Solutions Wealth Management. Uh, two of the folks are, are CFAs. So Dan, who is our chief investment officer, Dan Neiman, uh, interviewed uh, Paul Meeks, the CFA, and John Thur. Paul Meeks was uh, just on. He's a, new, a newer addition to our investment committee. Uh, he was just on CNBC on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more of a tech analyst. Paul ran $8 billion for the tech industry uh, in the uh, in the late 90s uh, for Merrill Lynch, actually, $8 billion for uh, the Merrill Lynch suite of tech funds. And then John Thur, also 40 years uh, in the in the industry, and they had a really similar story that you know from a, an ac- economic standpoint, things are slowing down, sure. but still decent, and probably will pick back up you know going into the next year as far as the as stock market goes. Not so much the economy; they're expecting that to slow sure. down, but you know not not the end of the world here. Just going through a kind of a normal correction, normal repricing on mm-hmm. things. And I think that's healthy. I mean, it's a healthy thing, especially if you're in the accumulation phase of wealth. You want bargains, right? And this might be the time to say, you know what? I've been waiting for the markets to sort of come back a little bit, waiting for interest rates to become a little more certain. Maybe that's going to happen now heading into 2019. Right. And so, you know, from a from a, a year end and a market volatility standpoint, you know, what are some of the things that folks can be doing now, you know, as far as to if their 401ks and their, you know, investment portfolios in general to take advantage of the volatility? Absolutely. So there's so many things, right? You you always want to be revisiting what we we probably revisit with clients on an uh, a semi-annual basis at least. And that doesn't mean we're not talking to them like you said through phone calls like yesterday, um, different workshops we have in our office. Um, different other webinars throughout the year. So I think it's always important to be revisiting where are you in this big picture of your life? Are you working and accumulating wealth? Are you now in the the active management stage of just accumulation? Or are you heading into the transitional moments of of saying, you know, I think I want to I want to plan my exit strategy. I don't want to work full time anymore. Um, and then when you get there, now it's more about distribution. And I always say you can accidentally become pretty wealthy. Um, but when you start distributing from your own wealth, you got to be really careful. You got to take from the right places. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Have, have the income streams, the, the Social Security and the pensions figured out. Understand what you're doing for yourself, maybe your spouse, maybe even the estate planning to your own family. So be, be ready for that. Speaking of estate planning in the second hour, uh, Tom Canavo will be joining us. He's mm-hmm. our estate, uh, plan, estate, uh, estate planning attorney, yes. and he'll be joining us uh, at the top of the hour at 2 o'clock. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's try to sneak in a phone call here. I know we're going to be a little bit short on time, but we'll try to see what we can do here. John in Rochester. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, Glenn and Mike, how are you guys doing? Yeah, Terrific. Hey, uh, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, the stock market, it's actually, going back to the first of the year, it's still up, isn't it, from... Uh, Not as of yesterday. It's now down. Yesterday took it into the negative. As of Thursday's close, it was flat. I think the Dow was up like 0.4 or 0.04, something like that. But as of yesterday, the yesterday's uh, route really put it in the negative. Okay, okay. You know, you're talking about Robert Mueller and this goofy uh, Russian uh, collusion thing. Robert Mueller actually was involved with the Uranium One deal. He directly, as FBI director under Obama, he actually uh, went to London and was part of that deal. Yep. The FBI director. It's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, and uh, it's there's just so much there. I mean, the FBI and somebody just texted in, you know, great point. They never solved the anthrax cases either. They mm-hmm. accused somebody, destroyed his life, wasn't him. <laughs> they did the same thing with the bomber in Atlanta during the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 unfortunate, but you know the 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 media and and the liberals, I think, unfortunately, the media and their accomplices just you know put Robert Mueller up like he's some sort of a a perfect angel Boy Scout. Did the same thing with Comey. You know, Comey was was purposely leaking uh, information to the media just to yeah. you know to cause the investigation. It's outrageous. So anyway, yeah. well, thanks it's, for it's, the call, John. I appreciate it. It seems like it's always selective investigation, selective coverage. Right, exactly. All right, we got to take a very short break, folks. We'll be right back. We've got the Financial Guys, WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Hayflick in for Mike Lomas here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to our new friends down in Florida on WFTL. If you're listening down there, this is a live call-in show. So please participate if you'd like. 1-800-616-9236 is the way you do that. 1-800-616-9236. Of course, locally here, 803-0930 and star 930 is a free call in a cell. Don't forget the text line again at 30930. That's 3930. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. Uh, you can reach us at the office at 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. Don't forget this one. I think it's this Wednesday, isn't it? What's the date today? Eighth? Yeah, this Wednesday, the 12th, was the uh, uh, our uh, uh, open, not open house, uh, TFG Academy. Yeah, oh, your mic's not on. Yeah. Frank, Mike, thanks. Uh, TFG Academy uh, in our office at 305 Spindrift. So if you, that's going to be uh, identity theft. So tis the season for that. Mm-hmm. So if you... Uh, if you are concerned about it, and you probably should be, and it's not just about you know credit cards, it's about email mm-hmm. and phishing schemes and and things like that. So if you want to uh, come on out and uh, get educated on what to avoid and what to look out for, uh, you can call our office or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com to register. That's going to be this Wednesday 
at noon in our office uh, in Williamsville. And uh, if you want to come in for anything else, again, 6331515. We have a, a team of investment professionals, both here and in Florida, that consist of uh, mainly certified folks. Uh, we're mm-hmm. certified Social Security claiming strategists, which is uh, what your designation is, uh, Mr. Right. Hayflick. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk to Denny in a second. He's our Florida counterpart for that. If you need him down in Florida, uh, 561, let's see, was it 561? Jeez, I don't remember now. Five, six, six, one, four, two thousand. Let me don't quote me on that. Let me figure that one out. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get you, that. You can call the office in Buffalo, and we'll we'll route you down there to, to Denny. Actually, let's go to Denny while we have a chance here, and we'll welcome uh, him on the hotline here. Denny Artachi, how are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you guys doing? Hey, I am good. good. You don't remember the Florida phone number off the top of your head, do you? Five, six, one. Actually, yeah, the office line is 561-641-5050. Yeah, well, that's the main, that's the different number. I have a new number that uh, that routes to you, which is, uh, ends in 2000, but I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, I think I've got it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. You got it, Mike? All right. Oh, my, no, that's not it. I'll find it. I'll All right, we'll it. figure that one out. But anyway, <laughs> so, Denny, you are our counterpart down, or one of our counterparts down in Florida, also a, uh, a certified Social Security claiming strategist, as well as certified uh, for Medic- uh, Medicare, AHIP certified, which just wrapped up, right? That was uh, that was over uh, yesterday. Uh, but tell us what about, you know, you know, what you do as far as Social Security, why it's important, you know, to look at that as a kind of the cornerstone of, of your, and not forget about it. I think a lot of people just take it for granted. In fact, I don't mean to <laughs> give you a chance, but I met somebody the other day that said to me, uh, if you're a plug to you, Mike, mm-hmm. that said, oh, my God, I never realized I could take half of my spouses. That was a game changer for us. Yeah. You found us free money, Yeah, uh, is, which is like, wow. It's it's fun to do. It really is because most people think, gosh, I give so much away. I give so much away. And how do I preserve? How do I protect? How do I invest in a conservative way and make it work? When you can find people money that they otherwise wouldn't have known about, yeah. and honestly, it's it's all about just knowing how to apply for those benefits and what to say. Uh, those agents are all wonderful, right? They're good people, but they're not all as seasoned, and they're not even instructed to be able to help you. Right. In the operations manual, it says, don't persuade, don't give information to people coming in to claim benefits. Well, that's you helpful. have to go in armed. <laughs> You've got to know what you're expecting to do. So that's where I think you can really you know, get... Um, you know, the bank for the buck, so to speak. Right. You can really understand what you're trying to do. Right. And Denny, so now down in Florida, you know, I hear a lot on the different stations and different shows that are screaming at people, you got to buy this, you can't buy that. We're independent, right? And I think that's really important. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we don't have proprietary products. And with regards to Social Security, the, the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they meet someone that says, well, if you take it early and live to 78, you win. But they forget that they're giving up so much in taxes and where the rubber hits the road by delaying social security is you get to keep more money i mean you're taxed a lot less with social security so with the proper planning in the 70s and 80s because people are living longer that's a reality there's no doubt i'm not going to live that long and i said well what if you do well, I think that's the that's the common, um, I guess, sentiment. When I first begin talking to people, whether it's in workshops down down in Florida or up here in, in Western New York, the first thing people most will will say is, "I better get the money out because who knows how long I'm going to live, or this trust fund is going to go away someday." They tell me in my statements it's going to be it's going to dissolve in 2035. 
Um, and what are those things? Those are fear, um, facts of fear. There's no evidence. You know, I often say to people, geez, you're just about to approach retirement. How do you want to live in retirement? It's not about predicting your your own death and demise. It's <laughs> it's how do you want to live? And let's talk about that. How do you, What do you aspire to do, whether it's on your own, with a spouse, with your family? So Denny's absolutely right, too, on the taxation side. I mean, worst case scenario. In, in New York, uh, Social Security is not taxable, which is amazing to me. Right. Um, <laughs> yet. Believe. Yeah, yet. Yeah, thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Shh, don't um, tell them. They might be listening. Right. Worst <laughs> case scenario, though, 15% of Social Security will be tax-free. Worst case is that 15% of it is federally tax-free. So, Danny, that's a great point. And if you can have a long, long um, time of guaranteed inflation-adjusted tax-favorable income in retirement, you got a much higher probability of succeeding. Yeah, no doubt. I found the number, Denny. It's uh, if you want to reach uh, Denny Artachi down in Florida, 561 614 2000. 561 614 2000. Or again, go to our website at financialguys.com. You can uh, send us a message through that and it will funnel to, uh, to either Mike or I and we'll. We'll get you to the right department for sure. Uh, Denny, we've got offices in uh, Palm Beach Gardens down there. We have a location. We can meet people down in Wellington and also one down in Fort Lauderdale. So uh, and you're, you can go run anywhere, right? You're, you're a, kind of a traveling guy, so you can uh, cover quite a bit of territory. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely cover, uh, you know, uh, three counties, actually, and then some, you know, as, as we're building the infrastructure out there. Mm-hmm. For sure. You playing out anywhere this weekend, Denny? Saturday already. Yes, I've got a great, uh, a sold-out show in Fort Lauderdale tonight. I have to kind of nice. uh, pace myself because I played a show last night. It's tough being a rock star when you're <laughs> aged and stuff. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the lineup tonight. And it's so funny because, uh, as you know, I'm doing workshops on Social Security, Medicare, mm-hmm. financial planning, long-term care. And uh, when I tell people my history, they, they kind of get a kick out of, uh, you know, I got into investments in 94 because I was a rock star, and I saw that these rock stars were broke, so <laughs> yeah. that I didn't wind up in the same place. And I love what we do because we are independent. We use sophisticated software. We don't just throw darts on a board or just wing it. We really look at the fact of when should you take Social Security, what is the taxation, what is your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we also do is – what happens if something bad comes up? You know, the unexpected, because that's what happens in retirement. It's not just about how long you're going to live, but what if, uh, what if something comes up that, that is uh, unprecedented or unexpected? Like yeah. health issues and things like that. Right. Really love what we do. Yeah. So we we take it's a great point, Danny. We take people through a homework process basically. So we sit down with you the first appointment. We we get to know each other a little bit, and then we send you home with some homework. And the homework is really to assess your tolerance for risk, and it's also to you know gather information for us, your expenses, your future sources of income, and things like that. We plug it all into financial planning software. And we come out with a plan. So and again, being independent, we are kind of uh, I guess product agnostic, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We do a lot yeah. of fee based planning. So uh, we, we have a, a money management arm. We charge you a percentage of your assets, and uh, but we also are licensed on the other side as well. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the one hand, we're, we're fiduciaries, but we also can handle commissionable products if need be, although it's not, not our, our first preference oftentimes. But sure. uh, but again, it's, it's, it's not up to us. It's up to you. And so it's the financial planning software will help to, to drive the plan of what we need to do. 
but ultimately we'll put a menu of kind of some different investment options in front of you right. and, and let you kind of decide or, or help you decide by looking at the pros and cons of each investment type and, you know, how they, they might help you meet your goals or, you know, what what advantages some have and disadvantages that the, the same have. So, you know, we'll look at all those different things and, and try to formulate a plan for our clients. So if you need us up in Buffalo, of course, our office number here is 633-1515, And again, if you're down in the Florida market, 561-614-2000. Thanks, Sonny, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Guys, have a great weekend, and I know it's a lot warmer here in Florida. <laughs> right about that. Thanks for the reminder, Denny. Appreciate that. <laughs> See you, Denny. Have Take a good care, show buddy. tonight. Take care. All right. If you want to join us again, 803-0930-STAR-930. Don't forget, folks, a lot of the articles we talk about, we can get back to this in a second, uh, you can uh, uh, follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. We'll post a lot of the stuff that we talk mm-hmm. about each and every week uh, throughout the week and then uh, kind of gather them on the weekend. And then, of course, use our website as a resource, uh, financialguys.com. Lots of tools and resources there. You can ask us questions to the, to the website. You can go back and listen to radio show replays. We have a podcast that's going to be coming out probably in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we just got the new microphones in, so I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah. So lots of new stuff coming. And, uh, again, you know, use us as a resource, uh, you know, the financialguys.com. All right, 803 star 930. Uh, you know, kind of getting back uh, to you know some of the political stuff this week. Uh, obviously, uh, George H. W. Bush, right? So, oh, sure. um, yeah. really, I thought very respectful ceremony. I thought it was great. Yeah, it, I thought they a did really a very classy tone, job. Great yeah. tone, hit the kind of hit it perfectly. Like it wasn't wasn't overdone. I mean, here here it almost basically resembled him. It, it, I mean, and he yeah. put how many um, years into planning this out? Yeah. But it was it was really well done. Um, of course, not everybody can can acknowledge that. Hey, this no. was actually a great event. Oh, and, yeah, they the liberals. It's a it's a mental disorder. They it, just can't they can't be positive. They were all week. They were comparing H. W. Bush to President Trump and how he was so much uh, so much better and more sophisticated. Now I remember back when H. W. Bush was president, they hated him then. Yep, they hated him then. They they didn't were they weren't fans of him then. They love Suddenly him now they're, they're fans. They love when they're gone. They That's when right. They're gone, and right. you know they were even they were even trying to suggest, geez, if if this was Trump's uh, funeral. I'll bet he would, you know, have way more people. And, and they were, like, literally laughing and, and making this a joke yeah, about right. how would Trump plan his own funeral. And, of course, there's someone out there, you know, she's just she's just a, a fabulous uh, reporter here, Ruth Graham, and I'm being facetious, but she has to pick on the dog, the great picture of a dog um, laying in front of, uh, Sully is the name of the dog, laying in front of the casket, and it says, mission complete. So you can't just take that and say, wow, you know, what a... What a neat gesture, kind of cool picture. Yep. Really hits kind of the heartstrings. No, you got to start picking on the dog. Let's yep. let's not give <laughs> picking on the dog. Let's, let's pick on the Have dog. Have you no shame? You know, <laughs> oh come on. What are we, we're all supposed to feel so good about a dog laying in front of a casket? He's doing something dogs like to do: sleep, lie down. And the point was simply. The, the dog was in at least six months into George H. W. Bush's life as a therapy dog in the yeah. last six months of his life. Well, that was pretty nice, and that's a that's something a lot of people out there depend on. That's right. But this person can't just take it for what it is. She's no. got to bash the dog. Yeah. Um, they just you're right, Glenn. They just cannot resist making something great. And honestly, even this death was a great moment in in America. I mean, see all these people together. Yeah. You know, to see the picture of the Obamas and the Trumps and the Clintons and you know all that. 
it, 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 it was a moment of a pause where we were not attacking each other. But yeah. this, Ruth Graham, you just couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. <laughs> I couldn't resist. The Shame title of this, you. this is from, it looks like the Slate, right? Slate.com. Yes. So yes. don't spend your emotional energy on Sully H.W. Bush. He's a service dog who's had been with the president for six months, not his lifelong yeah. companion. Well, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Labradors are an amazing uh, breed. I, I miss my lab every day, and, and she was a wonderful dog. And they're just amazing. I mean, they, you know, even at six months, they just just being with them for six months, Absolutely. you know, knew knew the, you know where he was, and right. you know, just just because they're so loyal, and there's just a it's a I just a, it's a touching thing for me to watch as a right. as a as a dog fan and somebody who's who's had labs and raised labs, and but no, no, not for he's, he's not actually, for Ruth Graham. Just he, he, he's actually with America's vet dogs, an organization uh, based out of New yeah. York, and now he'll move on to someone else who yeah, needs them, which is wonderful. So let's bash him. Let's uh, you weren't George H. W. Bush's friend for life this how, is this is insane how could you lie in front of that casket and get credit how bitter and sad does your life have to be oh my god if this is what your your is, is 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 setting you off that that makes you write a <laughs> and i'm not talking about like a a little blurb i'm yeah. talking about not i'm not talking about a tweet right i'm talking about a full-blown article here like, this is a three-page article well, shame on the editors you know? too shame on slate for saying wait a second you, you know you have some you it got some good ideas ruth but Really? Do we want to run with this one? Give me oh, a break. Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Hey, by the way, 38 years ago today, John Lennon died. Was it today? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I missed yeah. that. 38 years ago, 1980. Wow. He was uh, John Lennon. He was shot with a uh, 38 special Charter Arms uh, airlight model. Mm. I, I like I guns, too. I like that. dogs and guns. I'm a hunter. <laughs> for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I was in the woods this morning, and I shot a doe. So, Is that uh, right? I, actually, one of the biggest doe. That doe that I shot this morning was bigger than the buck that I shot earlier in the season. Are you waiting for that one buck to appear? Did I you? was. I was, this was, yeah, I was hoping it was going to come out this morning, and uh, no, but a big doe stepped out, and uh, she's not okay. going in the freezer. So anyway, there you go. all right. Definitely. If you want to join us before we take a quick break here, 803-0930. That's again, 803-0930. Uh, Star 930 is a free call in a sound. Again, if you want to join us, if you're outside the area, whether you're up in Toronto, down in Jamestown, down in Erie, down in Florida, uh, wherever, uh, 1-800-616-9236. Again, 1-800-616-9236. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys, Mike Hayflick, in for Mike Lomas. I'm Glenn Wiggle. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. We've got the financial guys again, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Hayflick, in for Mike Lomas, News Radio 930, WBEN. And again, folks, if you, uh, if you need us throughout the week, you know, feel free, if you think like us, feel free to use us as a resource uh, at the office, 716-633-1515. If, uh, if you are a transplant from Buffalo, if mm-hmm. you want to, uh, if you want to uh, meet with one of our advisors down in Florida, you can uh, reach our Florida office, 561-614-2000. And uh, about 10 minutes left in, uh, for at least the Florida part of this. This show yep. actually carries on all the way until... Three o'clock. You can uh, you can check us out, and uh, if you want to continue to follow the program, if you're outside the area, on the uh, radio.com app. So uh, you can do that as well, and also use our website as a um, as a resource. Again, uh, financialguys.com. 
All right. Uh, if you're local here, 800 uh, or 803-0930 <laughs> if you want to join us. Uh, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call on us. And again, 1-800-616-9236. Let's go to the phones. We'll welcome Carol, who uh, is down in North Carolina. Hi, Carol. How are you? Uh, good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks for calling. Okay, my question is, um, we're thinking about getting an annuity. We have money in stocks that go up and down, and we're thinking of taking it out and put it in an annuity, giving our age and um, our health problems, and we're wondering if that's a good idea. And it's a guaranteed annuity, so it gives 5% every, month, every, every year. Okay, so let me ask you just a quick question, and I'll throw it over to uh, Mr. Hayflick here. Um, the reason that you're you're looking at it is because you want more stability in your investments, or is there a different reason? Yes, we do. Okay, so you're not you're not happy with the fluctuation in the market, and you're looking for something that might have a, a more of a guarantee. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mike. Is, what do you think? Well, is it what kind of money is it in terms of taxability? Is this retirement accounts you're talking about, Carol, or is this non-qualified money? Money from a bank account, savings account, money that you just want to do a little bit more with than the very small interest you can get in the banks. It's it's in a four hundred one, four hundred one k. Ah, okay. So you know, annuities we think of as a tool. There, there's no bad tool necessarily. There's just sometimes a misapplication of the tool. So you've got to be really careful you don't get into something that has all sorts of bells and whistles that you just don't need. Okay, they can be a little more costly in terms of fees. All right, you have to be careful that you you have this objective. When you use retirement account money like 401k money, you're not getting tax deferral because of the annuity. You already have tax deferral. So your money is going to grow in, in a tax-deferred way whether you use the annuity or not. If there are some bells and whistles like death benefit riders or living income benefit riders that you want, maybe the annuity is worthwhile. What I think you've got to do, you've got to look at your overall wealth, put all of these pieces together and create a big picture for yourself and I think your husband, correct? And um, and I think once you see this bigger picture form, then you know which tools to use. I often joke and say, if I told a client, hey, can you help me with a project tomorrow morning? Just bring your you know your favorite tools in. Well, if they brought big sledgehammers and, and table saws, <laughs> and then I said, geez, all I wanted to do is hang a, a pair of vertical blinds or right. hang a few pictures in my office, I'd say, your tools aren't that bad. I just don't need them. I need right. different tools. So So be careful you don't get into something that also creates illiquidity. You want to, you know, if you need access to that money, be careful of the tool, know the provisions, know the costs, know the upside potential, and know all those little bells and whistles that are called riders that are built into that tool, okay? Okay. Does that answer your question? Your question? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, feel free again if, you know, I for us, you know, before we would say yes or no to, you know, we're never going to give solid advice on the radio to say buy this or, or don't do that. I think if you want to go through our homework process, Carol, we'd be happy to mail it out to you. Um, you, you know, we, we're, we'll analyze your situation. We'll put you through our our, our software process mm -hmm. and kind of give you an idea from a, a macro standpoint on you know how we think you might be able to should be laid out investment wise, and, and if if that particular product may be something that would benefit you or not. So we're happy to do that for we you. We could even have Jason. Maybe you could grab her phone number, sure. and we could reach out this week, Carol. All right. Okay. Want, want to stay on the line, and we can uh, get your number from you. Do you have another question? Uh, do we have another question? No. Good. Okay. Thank you, Carol. I'm going to put you on hold, okay? So if you want, you can give Jason your number. We can reach out to you. Otherwise, you know, feel free to go to our website, again, uh, thefinancialguys.com, or you can call us at the office, 
at uh, 716-633-1515. That's Hang a- on one second. Thank you very much for your call. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. That's just a great call because I think a lot of people, they're very product-driven because that's what they see on TV. That's yeah. what they see in advertisements. You've got to be more people, then process, then product. That's right. So don't forget what you're all about. What are your dreams, your aspirations heading into retirement and through retirement? Then make sure there's a process in place to keep revisiting things, reviewing things with with someone who actually is out looking out for you. Then you choose the products that are going to be best for you. And and don't make decisions based on current volatility, right? So, yeah, it's been a pretty big roller coaster ride. Yeah. You know, but it's, you know, again, make sure that what you're moving towards or moving into mm-hmm. is still going to help you accomplish your goals and it fits into your overall picture. I think that's really important. So, you know, if you need our help, folks, again, use us as a resource, 633-1515, area code 716, or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Another great question coming in from the text board. Again, if you want to text us, 3930. This coming in from mm-hmm. Florida, it must be a... a, a I, uh, we'll call him a tweener, right? The, uh, the uh, uh, snowbird. Yes. Uh, can you explain how living in Florida for six months in one day exempts one from paying New York sta- uh, state taxes, please? Now, I should mention that we do not provide tax advice. However, mm-hmm. we do have tax people on staff. We also have uh, legal folks on staff, one of which will be joining us for the second hour. Um, but I can tell you that in, if, to be a resident of New York, to be considered a resident of any state, you've got to uh, you got to live there for for more than six months. Mm-hmm. To be out of New York, for New York to consider you not a resident, you have to be living in Florida or be at least out of New York for at least six months and a day, right? So, and. I would recommend that you keep very meticulous records. I was going to say, they don't just trust you. No, no, no. <laughs> New York will, will do things like subpoena your cell phone records. Mm-hmm. They'll subpoena, you know, it's not just as easy as saying, oh, you know what, when, I, when I'm when i in New York, I just use cash. Right, I don't use right. my credit cards. They'll never know. Toll records, right? Toll records, Toll records. cell phone pings. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> make sure you're doing it legitimately because if you're not, uh, they they will get you. There's no doubt about it. But if you're if you're living outside of the state or not, if like, say you move to Florida, you know you want to do things like you know change your voting uh, a place you know where you're mm-hmm. voting, mm-hmm. Uh, your registration, your 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 driver's license, all that stuff. Um, and you want to just make sure you keep good records. And then you know once you're down there for more than a, a six months, then you can start filing as a Florida resident mm-hmm. and uh, stop paying New York State taxes. Now, having said that, we have a lot of clients that go back and forth. They have a business here. Yes. And but they live in Florida, so they're down in Florida for more than six months. However, mm-hmm. they derive income from New York State, and for those folks, our tax folks typically will recommend apportioning their income. Mm-hmm. So if they're in New York for half of the year, let's say let's say a quarter of the year, they're here for three months, apply three months of the income to New York State and pay New York State tax on it. That's a way to kind of keep them off your back, so to speak. So I hope that helps, uh, Mr. Texter or Mrs. Texter. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, feel free to use this as a resource. Uh, go to thefinancialguys.com or 633-1515. In the second hour, I'm going to plug this now, uh, we will have uh, Tom Canavo joining us. We'll yep, talk a little bit about attorney. Yep. Yeah, so talk a little bit about estate planning. planning. He's our estate planning attorney and uh, always very knowledgeable on things. We'll also ask him some legal questions regarding uh, the Simonelli ridiculous sentence up here, which mm-hmm. I think is a joke. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, ripped off the taxpayers to the tune of a half a billion dollars, basically, yeah. and uh, gets a $500,000 fine and 28 months in jail. He'll serve six months, he'll be out. That's ridiculous. We'll talk about this in the next hour also. 
and uh, much more to come. So we've got a lot more other things. Th- this is did we get to this yet? <laughs> this is just priceless. Yeah, we've got, we've got about a minute, minute and a half here. Yeah. Um, the Democrats have finally figured out how they did not connect to voters and how they continue to not connect to voters. Glenn, this is breaking news for the liberals out there. They finally figured this out. Um, our senator from I think she's from Hawaii, right? Hirono. Yes. Yeah. She was interviewed, and she basically said, in 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 other words. We're just too smart. Yeah, it's we, amazing. We don't connect to people's hearts. Well, that I, I'm not surprised with that because they're right. they're always bashing everybody. Yeah. They can't make they can't make good comments about George H. W. Bush's funeral and the dog that's right. actually lying in front <laughs> right, of the casket. Honestly. So do we actually expect them to, to connect to hearts? But yeah, the, so this is why we're really good at shoving out all the information that touch people here, pointing to her head, but not here, pointing to her heart. So that's why they're just not reaching out to yeah. the American and people. And they're just too smart, no doubt. Way too smart. I don't know. I can't yeah, understand crazy. they're so smart. No, nuts. All right, we got a whole other hour to come, folks. If you're outside the area, you can continue to listen to us on the Radio.com app. Uh, hey, guys, considering switching advisors, we'll address that on the other side of the break. Uh, yes, we are doing a lot of advice for folks. We just had a whole conference call yesterday for our clients. So stay tuned. Another hour to go here at News Radio 930, WBEN, The Financial Guys. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Oh, go figure. Look at that. It's the Financial Guys radio program. What the heck is that? It's Glenn Wiggle. Oh, my gosh. And Mike Lomas. Oh, would you look at that? Look at that. Look at that. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Hour number two of the Financial Guys, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN, and... Uh, Thank you for staying with us. Uh, Sabres up 2-1 to one right now, just the start yes. of the second period here. If you are out and about driving around, I hope you're listening to us. You should be. If you're not, of course, you have no idea what I'm saying, so it doesn't make a difference, <laughs> now does it? So. <laughs> Might be listening to the sister station, and uh, we'll see. But anyway, uh, if you want to join us here, a whole other hour to go. We've got uh, Tom Canavo is going to be uh, with us as well. He's our estate planning attorney. We're going to be talking about some estate planning, some of the things that you should be you know, considering, some of the rules changes going into some future years here in uh, the next couple of years. So uh, if you want to join us again on anything that has to do with you and your money or anything we're talking about, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call to sell. 1-800-616-9236. Before the top of the hour, the last hour, I couldn't quite get to the text question. I hope you're still listening. But, hey, guys, considering switching advisors, haven't had any updates with this crazy market, can you offer advice? You know, the the best thing that we can do and what we try to do as advisors is we try to communicate and dispel some of the uncertainty or the concerns uh, just by shining a light on some of the darkness sometimes. Absolutely. Yesterday, uh, we did a whole uh, uh, half an hour conference call 
uh, to a couple hundred of our clients, actually, that called in. Uh, and Dan, who is our chief investment officer of our, our money management arm, Independent Solutions, uh, along with myself, we interviewed two other members of our investment committee, uh, two of our CFAs, mm-hmm. John Thur, 40 years in the industry, and Paul Meeks, 30-plus uh, years in the industry. Uh, Paul was just on CNBC on Thursday. He's been on CNBC almost every week. He is, yeah. Uh, he's been all over the place. He is uh, He's a, a specialty, of course, is tech. You know, Paul Meeks was uh, – uh, worked in the uh, late 90s for uh, Merrill Lynch. He was an analyst there. He ran uh, $8 billion of different mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and uh, now he's on our team, which is fantastic. So we just did a quick half an hour call yesterday just to kind of give clients an idea of what our investment committee is talking about, what's on their minds and what they're thinking. And I think that helps you know, our, our, you know, at least understand things quite a bit. So we're always doing those types of things to the best of our ability, along with TFG Academy, yep. those meetings in our office, another one this Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, which is on identity theft. You don't want to miss that. Identity theft is not just keeping your cards, you know, credit card secure. It's you know, people are falling for phishing emails and all kinds of stuff that look legit. So she'll be talking about all that stuff. Uh, Holly with uh, assistant agent, I think, mm-hmm. a former with the uh, FBI. Yep. Um, oh, she's great. A yeah. lot of great info. <clears throat> yeah. There. That's for sure. Uh, one of the I love the text because I think one of the things that it's easy to do is be a cheerleader. Like 2017, yep. we could all just say, "Wow, yep. like well, look yeah. at what the waving the runs. Yep. Wow, this is great." Well, if you have an advisor who has now run for the hills because of the volatility, and you you just can't even get in touch with them, they're not reaching out to you to to invite you onto conference calls, to invite you into the office to just revisit things, you know, regroup. Um, you know, I <laughs> yeah, I'd strongly be considering changes, right? Because you know, that's when you need people most is when you have, you know, what I think is a little bit of uncertainty. It's unprecedented volatility. So this is the time to regroup and make some sense of it. Make sure, you know, things that are going on out there fit into your bigger plan. Um, look, again, if they're not answering phone calls, if you feel like you're going into voicemail, you know, right. the maze of voicemails, that's wrong. They should be out there helping you right now. That's right. And, you know, we, we always, if, again, use us as a resource, folks. If you're concerned about things, if you just want to ask a question, no problem. Go to our website, financialguys.com. You can ask us a question through there. We're happy to answer it to the best of our ability. Obviously, if it's, you know, regarding personal advice, we like to gather some personal information from mm-hmm. you first and kind of, you know, take you through our homework process. You know, we're not the we're not the firm that you walk into and we say, hey, you, you need this. You know? Yeah, and <laughs> since, work that since way. you're 60, so, this is when you should take yeah, Social no. Security and this is when you sh- or how you should invest your money. Or, uh, you know, we'll often hear people say, well, this advisor, you know, he he just said, well, just trust me. I'd yeah. say, I hope you ran out of their office. I hope yeah. you just ran. Uh, or, uh, you know what, we'll, we'll invest your money the way we invest ours. And, and that should not right. matter to you at all. Um, what matters is, is having a plan for yourself and, and achieving that plan, having the highest probabilities of success doing so. So again, Tom Canavo calling in a wealth management attorney. You might say, well, what does an attorney have to do with my finances? Well, it has a lot to do with it. It has a lot right. to do with passing it on in the, in, the, in the ways you hope to, keeping more of your own wealth in your own family, and then passing it on to your, your beneficiaries the way you'd hope to. So we're going to have Tom uh, on very shortly. And uh, you know, I think a great, great text, though. You know, what kind of advice, given all the, uh, you know, the crazy markets, as this texter said? I mean... They are crazy, but they're actually getting back to the more typical fashion yeah. of what we'd, we'd expected. Yeah. Right? It wasn't two, 2008 to 16. It was very unusual. We had some lower volatility for many years there mm-hmm. where the, the, the VIX was down to, you know, 10, 12. I mean, yeah. crazy lows, right? So he's getting back to mm-hmm. a little bit more normal. It's a little bit on the other side of the sure. of the norm, but uh, but certainly, you know, markets are volatile. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we uh, we'll go to Tom, if you want to join uh, us as well, Tom will be joining us right after the uh, first commercial break here. Uh, 80 
and star 930 out of the calls for time. I wanted to play this, just uh, just a quick clip. This is really, I mean, just the arrogance of the, of the <laughs> Democrats are just it's staggering. I'm going to read you the quote first, and then I'm going to play it, okay? This was uh, uh, Senator Maisie Hirano from uh, being interviewed. She's from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. She says, but we really have a hard time doing that. And one of the reasons it was told to me at one of our retreats was that we Democrats know so much. That is true. We have to, we have kind let's see we ha- and we have kind, kind of, of have. to tell everyone how smart we are. I'm reading this per word for word, and so we have a tendency to be very left brain. She continued. That's mm-hmm. not even a full sentence. I, I know. <laughs> wow. Very smart. But let's hear it in her words. I'm going to play this here. I hope this works on their side. We have a really hard time doing that. And one of the reasons that, that it was told to me at one of our retreats was that we Democrats know so much that is true. And we have to kind of tell everybody how smart we are. And, and so we have a tendency to, to be very left brain. And we think this is uh, really, that, has a, that, that is not how people make decisions. So. <laughs> wow. So that's the problem the Democrats have. I guess Hillary had that same problem. She's just too smart. So they're, they're just actually, too darn smart. They're implementing their strategy of wow. becoming dumber by getting Ocasio Torres. Right. Cortez. Well, that, that'll help. <laughs> sure. That'll help to balance things it, off, right? balance us out. Let's get, <laughs> let's get a few dummies in there yeah, that don't know what that's they're, perfect. they're talking about. Well, that makes sense. So on the one hand, you got, you know, uh, uh, oh, Maisie okay. Hirano. You got, you know, on the other hand, oh, you yeah. get balancing it off with Ocasio Cortez. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Unreal. All right, let's sneak in one call quick before we go to break. Let's welcome uh, Dana West Seneca. He's got a question on Social Security. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Terrific. But uh, here's my question. Um, I'll turn 62 uh, 13 months from now. All right. And my insurance broker had me out to his office and put a financial advisor, and they are telling me that I'd be better off waiting, I think it's to 66 and eight months mm-hmm. to collect the full amount. Right. And what, and I don't need the money to spend, but I was going to bank it. And I figure mm-hmm. just I haven't been in the Social Security office yet, but I think I'll have close to $100,000 in the bank in that four-year period between 62, 68 <clears throat> months. Mm-hmm. And that's a guarantee. If my money is in my pocket, I can never lose it. Sure. I was to die at 66 and seven months and never collect a penny. Well, I never collected a penny. Great, great points. Everything you've said is 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 accurate, and I would never dispute what you've said. I wouldn't sit, sit in my office and argue with you about anything that you just said. What I'll often do though is say, "Do you have any inclination to work past sixty-two? No. Okay, so if you're going to just stop working completely, you wouldn't have to worry about some income earnings limits that you'd be faced with. Um, do you have a spouse? And, and if you don't want to talk about this on the air, that's fine. But if you have a spouse, we all collect the same time I do. Okay, so sometimes people delay to create the biggest benefit that then is in the, the household. So if you take your benefit at age 62 and your your wife um, also claims early, you've got two smaller benefits than if you had waited. Um, so sometimes the protection of the surviving spouse is a reason to delay. Um, but I'll tell you what, if you if you need the money at age 62, if your attitude is very strong about taking it, if you're not going to break any earnings limits, if you feel like you're protecting each other with different pension options that you've taken or chosen, you both have strong Social Security benefits coming, you have some wealth or life insurance and things like that, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you at, at all, Dan, about taking your benefit early. I think it always comes down to a unique situation, though. We, we could, uh, you know, I could be happily go over go over things with you, um, knowing your numbers. Hey, Dan, let me ask you a question. Did they ask you any of these questions? 
I, I talked. I must have talked for 15 minutes this way in my whole life. And then they, I said, then the thing you got me here is I'm supposed to wait? Because what they advertised it as being something, how to maximize Social Security. And I thought there was something other than wait. Listen, this is, this is what many advisors, they think they're smart. They're going to do this. They're going to say, ah, oh, this guy needs to know about Social Security. I'm going to dazzle him with my numeric analyses. Guess what, Dan? If you take the benefit between 62 or 66, so, you just got to live to be 78, and it's a break even. A jail. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Say again, Dan. You got cut off there. I don't want to go to work after 62. It's a jail. I mean, I like my job, but it's a jail. <laughs> well, then, then you know what? If you if you feel that way, honestly, it comes down to your need for the money, your attitude about it. You need to know the consequences of taking early. If you're not going to continue to work, then there's you know there's no earnings limit that, that you're going to be faced with. You will be permanently though into a reduced amount of monthly income from Social Security. So as long as you have all you know put all the numbers together, and that's what we do in our office. We go through homework. We go use some really great software to sort of plan these years out for you. Um, but uh, nobody should should sort of paint a broad uh, brush stroke and yeah. say you should wait. That's just that's absurd. Now, one of your callers earlier said the break-even point is 78. Is that what I caught off there? Be between 62 and 66. Now, your full retirement age is 66 and 8 months. You're a little younger, right? So your, your full retirement age is a little bit pushed further out. But between 62 and 66, the choice does mean that the 62-year-old the is going to get oh, thousands of dollars more out of the system in those first four years. But the 66-year-old catches up to, to that person at age 78. So the exact same amount of dollars comes out of the system, if you think of it like that, at age 78. Now, that could mean something to you or just might be at best interesting. I mean, we, we'd have to look at your bigger picture, the household. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, that's... Well, what's your life expectancy in your family, Dan? That's a factor too, right? Absolutely. I mean, if, if, if both your parents you know, passed away sadly at 60... Never hit 60. What's that? My father's the first one to ever reach the age of 60. Well, see, now that's a factor too. I no mean, doubt. that's a that's no a doubt. really important factor. So you're probably thinking around the right uh, lines, Dan. You know, yeah. it sounds to me like you're you're going down the right path. If certainly, if you'd like a second opinion, mm -hmm. uh, you know, feel free to come in. You know, I, Mike is a one of only four certified Social Security claiming strategists in the state, which means he's gone through extra special training to know all this stuff. So if you uh, if you want to use him as a resource, feel free to call us at the office six three three one five one five. It's a complimentary consultation. Okay. Thank you very much. You are Thanks, very welcome, Dan. Dan. Have a terrific weekend. And with that, we will take a very short break. 8030930, if you want to join us, we'll come back with estate planning attorney Tom Canavo. So if you have legal questions or you have estate questions, uh, you know, please line them up now. 8030930. Star 930 is a free call and a sound. Again, if you're outside the area, 1 800 616 9236. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Hayflick. And for Mike Lomas, we'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBN. All righty, welcome back. Financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Uh, if you want to join us here, we're going to go to Tom Canavo in just a second, our state planning attorney. Uh, 803-0930, Philadelphia just scored and tied it up. Sabres game now 2-2 midway through the second period. Uh, again, if you want to join us, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call on us. And, of course, the text line is always open at 30930. I love the text 
coming in, 30930-3930. One of the texts came in, oh, come on, how can, how can you shoot Bambi's mom and dad? No, I'm not a member of PETA, just their brown eyes are so beautiful. They do eat stuff around my house, but I still think they're beautiful. They are beautiful, and as a hunter, as most hunters, we love animals, absolutely. Uh, you know, we it's all, for us, it's a lot about conservation. It's about, you know, my property, I have 100 acres. I, you know, we I've, I've had it logged by horseback specifically uh, to create better habitat for the deer. Uh, but the deer are also delicious. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I like to know in, in a lot of ways, you know, where my food is coming from, where my meat is coming from. It's also very important for uh, one of my children now. It's a big thing for her is, is knowing the sourcer for food. So uh, it's also very nutritious. And, uh, you know, without hunters and, and conservationists and folks that are you know, helping to manage the resources, just like anything else, uh, we'd have other problems. We'd have diseases. We'd have, you know, uh, go to if you went to my woods, for example, and you saw how the health of the woods, and then you went to Stiegelmeyer Park, or you went to uh, the Rheinstein Woods, right? What you'd see there is you would see this very defined browse line, meaning that as far up as the deer can reach, they've eaten everything. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they're starving. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Why they haven't allowed uh, shut down the park and allowed bow hunters to go in once or twice a year mm-hmm. uh, to lower the population is really should be a, is a crime. It really is because mm-hmm. they're destroying the, the the native habitat. They're destroying the plants, and the deer are starving to death. So right. you know yeah. it's it's a it's a matter of of conservation. You know we love the animals. We think they're beautiful as well, whether they're ducks or geese or deer or turkeys. You know I, I love animals, and, uh, and you're not uh, doing it for sport. You're actually eating them well, yeah. It's not like we shoot them. And leave them there, right? So <laughs> right, you know, we, right. that's going to the butcher, and well, uh, or it goes to the food bank in some cases if, too. If half the deer were not killed through hunting seasons, and then they're they're basically running into vehicles, and oh yeah, they're, they're getting yeah, you know, basically which causes har- not only damage but potential injury. So Absolutely. anyway, all right, let's go. Let's welcome uh, Tom Canavo. I'm going to bring him up on the right and lock him in, so anyone else can uh, call and ask questions. Tom, how are you, sir? I am wonderful, Glenn. How are you? I'm very, very good. So thank you for don't hit a deer while you're driving. There, they're out and about today <laughs> for sure. So. Uh, but thank you for uh, for calling in. We certainly appreciate it. Any changes on the horizon? Let me start with that, Tom. You know, you do a lot of uh, you know, kind of the the big, what are they? The big four, right? The the will, the healthcare proxy, the uh, uh, powers of attorney, and things like that. But mm-hmm. is there are there any changes coming up as far as like actual tax law or estate taxes coming up or anything like that? Well, fortunately, and we call it we call it the four corners, right? The four things that you should, every estate foundation should have. And uh, with the recent tax changes, uh, in terms of the impact on an estate, fortunately, and this has been going on for several years, uh, the New York State estate tax, which used to be very low, below a million dollars, uh, is now at the point where it's being pegged to the federal exclusion. So taxable estates in New York, uh, we used to scoop up a lot of taxable estates, uh, now they're not taxable any longer. So it's good news. Is that it is great news, and it also makes estate planning uh, a little easier and less complicated. Back in the, especially through the 90s, uh, it was a real big thing to have these, uh, uh, these irrevocable, I'm sorry, these revocable uh, living trusts, right? So they'd all oh, avoid probate, avoid, you know, New York State estate taxes, and put your, uh, throw all your assets in these trusts. And uh, they got very complicated. People didn't follow through on them like they were supposed to. And when they passed on, not only were they not subject to tax anyway, uh, but they had to go through probate, and now it's kind of a mess. So we've actually spent some time over the past year or so kind of unwinding those. And um, we're looking at estate planning. We want to be as comprehensive as possible in the simplest way possible. Right. Yeah, obviously the simpler the better, right? So keep it simple. I think that's the way it goes. And, uh, 
you know, I think oftentimes we'll see things that are way overly complex. You know, that you mentioned it. I, uh, I had a, a, we had an estate that was down in Florida that we were helping. The, 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 fam- the parents lived in Florida. That's where they'd passed away. But the family, of course, lived here in Buffalo, right? Sure. So we're trying to help back and forth. And, and uh, boy, the estate planning attorney down there had a trust feeding to a trust, feeding to a trust, <laughs> feeding to a trust. Right. And it was like, right. it took like two years to unwind. It was yeah. totally unnecessary. Yeah. Did you see that oftentimes, Tom? Is that something you, you've... Is common up here in, in, uh, in the New York area. I know it is in Florida. You know, it's interesting because I am always loath to comment on anyone else's work or their strategy or whatnot. Uh, but we have a client who's a, a regular listener, Don. Don, I hope he's listening. Uh, he was at another firm uh, that only did legal planning, and he had it took him a year and a half, and ten thousand, not ten, not a thousand, ten thousand dollars to create an estate plan. Uh, and a year and a half later, it wasn't done. Oof. Frustrated. Wow. Has to take a look at it. I didn't know what had happened in the, it's, it's transpired in the past. He had to take a look at it. I said, well, this is how you do it. Boom, boom, boom. And he goes, that's it? I'm like, that's it? That's <laughs> it. In, in, in about four or five weeks, we had everything done. And, uh, and it was it. And it, it, it cost him a fraction of what he had already done to not have it done. And it's not that I did anything particularly way <laughs> to accomplish what he and his wife and his children need to accomplish, and it does not have to be complicated. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think to keep it simple is, is definitely the way to go. So if you want to join us, folks, if you're just tuning in, you've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Haplick, in for Mike Lomas. We've got Tom Canavo on the line with us. He's our estate planning attorney in the office, also a licensed financial advisor, so he can kind of see the, the whole picture from uh, – I guess from both perspectives, right? And I think that's really important. So, you know, he automatically knows, you know, the financial side of the of the estate plan, which helps him to, you know, bring in other advisors as needed to, you know, as we always do to kind of create a plan, both legal as well as financial, around our clients. If you need time throughout the week, feel free to call us at the office six three three one five. One five Again, don't forget to use our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. You can uh, ask us questions through there or, or just uh, you know find some useful information or, or actually use some of the programs, some of the links that are there as well. Uh, also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. We're going to come back with, uh, with some of your calls and questions here for Tom Canavo or Mike Hayflick. If you have any questions on your estate or legal questions or any questions on Social Security, 803-0930 and star 930. Very short break. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good afternoon from the WBEN.com newsroom. I'm Mike Baggerman. Here's your top local stories. Peter Breitenauer, the former Kenmore police chief, has reportedly agreed to a plea deal with federal prosecutors. Breitenauer was arrested and charged with drug possession in October. He allegedly stole hydrocodone from a state medication drop box at a Kenmore police station for his own personal use. Roswell Park unveiled the results of its study, which showed that post-surgery pain can be managed using little to no opioids. Amesh Zeros is a professor at Roswell Park. We're making a huge effort to reduce pills that are essentially not needed for the patients to recover well after surgery. The movement to restore trust held a workshop today at Canisius College, where they will begin focusing on possible reforms at the Catholic Church. And Santa Land happening this weekend. If you didn't make it to Chestnut Ridge Park today for sledding and the opportunity to meet Santa, well, you can do it again tomorrow from 11 to 3. More of your top local stories at WBEN.com.
Alrighty, welcome back. Financial guys, Glenn Miguel and Mike Hayflick in for Mike Lomas, who is at the Sabres game. I don't know how I got the short straw. No, I, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I, I'd love to be at the Sabres game, but I also love doing this show. We've done this show for almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years this January that we have been on the air. And honest to gosh, folks, I signed up for a two-year deal. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I honestly got, I thought it would be like, yeah, I'll do radio for a couple of years. Yeah, like I, try. I got to give up a weekend day for a few <laughs> years. Yeah, no big deal, right? <laughs> well, 20, that was, uh, that was, I was 26 years old. <laughs> that was a long cool. time ago. Anyway. Cool. All right, Tom. I uh, back to you, sir. We have uh, Tom Canavo on the line. He is one of our state. Well, he is our state plan, not one of our. He mm-hmm. is our state planning attorney in the office. One of our financial advisors as well, so he can see the things from two different perspectives. Uh, we've got a couple calls lining up for you, Tom. So I'm going to ask you another question, and we'll go to the phones. If you want to ask Tom a question, 803-0930-STAR-930. Again, it's a free call on a cell one 1-800-616-9236. Also, the text line is 3930-30930. If you want to send us uh, a text, a great text coming in today. We always appreciate that. And again, 3930. So, uh, Tom, when it comes to estate planning, uh, you talk about the four corners. Let's just briefly review those before we go to the phones. Sure. So every every estate plan, every person should have four documents in place. They're critical. doesn't matter how old you are, you need to have these in place. The first is a durable power of attorney. So someone can transact business on your behalf if you're incapacitated or just not available. Think about filing your taxes, handling utilities, medical billing, whatever it happens to be. You need to have a health care proxy so that someone can make medical decisions for you if you are incapacitated. And then if you're if you don't want to be hooked up for machines for the last seven years of your life, you want to consider a, a living will with some instructions to your proxy as to what to do if your mind is gone, you've had an irre, uh, irreversible loss of mental capacity, and, and the body is failing. It's being kept alive artificially. And, of course, your last document, the, the fourth corner, if you will, uh, is your will. And you want your will organized in such a way, I should say your state organized in such a way, that, it, that as little as possible passes through that will and through the probated state. Mm-hmm. And that's with the coordination with our other advisors and our, um, our accountants and our insurance specialists comes into play. We can literally, we can arrange it so that almost nothing passes through your probated state. It, it's really hard, too, to express how valuable it is to have Tom in our office. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, prior to when we would say, well, do you have an attorney? We, we might have some partners that we trusted, yep. and we'd say, well, here's the still name do. and the number. We still do. But... I'll tell you what, you know, this, it's such a, it's such a smooth, uh, I guess, communication lines. uh, When, when someone asks, I can immediately say, let me see if we can set something up so you can go see Tom either today, which is unlikely because you're pretty much busy. It seems like at least 16 hours a day, but we can always set something up uh, through Sarah and, um, and then Tom can literally walk across our office and, and say, Mike, can you just give me a little bit more insight on this, this client? It's, it's, it's really amazing how, how many times now it seems like people come in for multiple purposes, right? So yep. Social Security claiming advice, the investment planning, wealth management, Tom with the estate planning, Jeff Boron, college planning. I mean, there's so many things that you can come in one day and then see perhaps two, three different specialists. It's very unique, I think. Yeah, and we'll have a couple of tax advisors, as we always do, in the office as well. Uh, a couple independent, one from Master Gullius's office. Of course, we mm-hmm. work with EG Tax for many, many, many years, as well as other uh, professionals. So you know, feel free to use us for that as well come tax time. Uh, what do you say we go to the phones, Tom? 
I, I'd love to. If I could just make one little comment, though, Glenn. Of course. But, Mike, I heard you answering the question, not to make it the Mutual Admiration Society, but you were answering <laughs> the security question earlier, and all of the factors that go in. Now, it's no secret I came from another financial firm, and what drew me to the financial guys in the first place was that coordinated service. Mm-hmm. I know enough about Social Security to know that i got to send them over to Mike Aflick or to our insurance specialist or accounts or whoever it happens to be. Uh, so much can fall, Mike, as you know, and Glenn, mm-hmm. so much can fall through the cracks. And we have a pretty, pretty wide safety net at our office. And I, it's just a wonderful place to, to help people. Yeah, it's very unique. I appreciate those comments. It's, uh, you know, our vision was to create a, a resource center where folks can come in and get a lot of their different uh, services and, and needs done in the financial services, from insurance to Medicare to investment planning to estate planning, legal, tax, and so on. And I think, you know, with our new building on Spindrift, we finally achieved that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I'm excited. It's, it's, a, it's I, to, in my opinion, it is the future of financial services, right? So you're seeing certain companies, I think Capital One, for example, that are changing the banking world, right? Come into our cafe. Grab a latte, a cup of coffee, sit at a high top table with one of our, uh, you know, account specialists, and open up your, mm-hmm. you know, your banking and whatever you're doing. It's a whole different concept. Well, in the investment world, you know, you've got some quasi teams out there, but not like a, a full team of like tw- we have 20 people in our office, you know, at least. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think you know what's what's happened in the medical world. You just see like a Western York urology, right? They become bigger and bigger. Buffalo Medical Group, mm-hmm. you know, so you can go to these facilities and these wind song, right? And you can get, you can see a doctor, but you can also get your, your x-ray done, your MRI done. The other thing it allows is it allows the doctors to pull resources together. So right. one x-ray machine amongst 30 or 40 doctors mm-hmm. in a group, right? Well, same thing goes with the financial services in our office is that we've got one giant, well, two giant printers and copy machines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it allows us, our advisors to pull resources, not only work together in a collaborative way, but also to pull resources so that we're, we're minimizing extra expenses like, you know, uh, internet and phone lines and things like that. And that allows us to spend more money on things like software or planning Definitely. tools or things like that because Definitely. we're not spending it on overhead or, 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 or uh, duplicative uh, services or, or something sure. like that. Not to mention a dedicated investment team. So as yes. I sit there, you know, maybe 8 to 10, 12 hours with clients and prospective clients, I say, don't worry. You know, there's someone at the wheel on your investments. Right. We have a dedicated investment team watching to the interest rate reports, the earnings reports, seeing what's happening in the markets. And, yeah. and that's, I mean, you wouldn't want me to do that at 7 o'clock at night. Right. I, I'm fascinated by some of those things, but I would not be the expert in it. Yeah, and our investment committee uh, combined has over 175 years of uh, cumulative investment experience, including mm-hmm. two CFAs, two mutual fund managers, and uh, and uh, we'll be t- uh, talking with one of those guys, our investment guy, Dave Mariacher, in just a little bit. So. Um, We'll, we'll see what he has to say. Well, let's go to the, let's go to the phones if we can, Tom. I want to clean some of these up. Uh, let's go to Dorothy and Cheektawaga. Hi, Dorothy. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. I have a question. Uh, we have a will, my husband and I, and we have one child, and we made her the beneficiary uh, of of everything. Now we also have some um, a lot of mutual funds, and also um, a lot of bank investments like CDs and so forth. Okay. Now, do we need to contact each one of our investments to make sure to make our daughter the beneficiary? Do we need to do that also? Tom, you want to take a first shot at that one? I, I do, actually, because this is a very – I was just actually reading an article today in the New York State um, Bar Association's uh, Trust Journal. Uh, well, that sounds fun. To make sure- <laughs> so was I, Tom. 
<laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm kidding. And uh, a little, uh, little reading. You have to contact each one of those. You have to contact each one of those companies individually. So it's a very common misperception that our will says we're leaving everything to so and so. The beneficiary designation on each of those accounts in different accounts. They call it beneficiary. They call it transfer on death. They call it pay on death. It depends on the institution. Those designations will override whatever is in your will. Mm. Each of those companies have a different form, and they change their form periodically, sometimes every three to six months. Now, not, I don't want to scare you by any stretch of the imagination, but this has got to be done properly. Um, uh, actually, Glenn Wiggle and I have a, uh, a client, the, the son of a client. Uh, they, they had a beneficiary designation that was done by the attorney, the attorney prepared this very flowery, you know, wherefore upon whereas, I, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And they sent it to the company, and it was completely ineffective because <laughs> they didn't use the company's form. Well, even though our daughter is the only beneficiary because she's the only child we have, mm-hmm. we would still need to contact each one. Well, here's the thing, Dorothy, is that, as Tom had mentioned earlier, you want to do the best you can to avoid uh, uh, probate as much as possible. So, mm-hmm. you know— you, any probate, isn't that correct? Well, if, it, if, it, if each of your accounts are not titled properly with the—so let's, let's, let's take your CDs, for example, okay? Your CDs could be titled jointly between you and your husband, individually in your own names, or in a transfer on death account. The transfer on death account is going to allow you to list your only daughter as the beneficiary. That account then, upon death, will avoid the whole probate process. Okay. So the same thing would happen if we, for instance, went into mutual funds and yes. made her transfer upon death, everything for her. That That's right. If they're not in retirement accounts, right? The yes. retirement accounts have beneficiary assignment, but if they're they're non-qualified types of accounts with mutual funds... So now then, we would not need a lawyer. She would not need a lawyer because she's the sole beneficiary and there's yep. nothing else to contest. Yeah, you, you, I mean, there's certain things. The will kind of acts as the catch-all, right? So, um, Tom, what are some things that might still pass through the will where you still might have to probate some of the estate? So a couple of things, your personal property, um, your automobile, uh, your home. I assume that you and your husband, if you own your home, uh, your joint tenants, and when one of you passes, it goes to the other automatically, uh, then the home is going to pass through the estate. But I, I want to make, make one thing very clear about these beneficial designations. If you don't have the, your beneficiary properly named on that account, as Glenn was just mentioning, those accounts will go into the estate, and then they'll go to your daughter, in this particular case, if she's your sole beneficiary through your will. But here's the thing, and people forget this sometimes. There are taxable considerations, depending on the type of account you have, there are certain taxable considerations. Estates and trusts, they are separate entities. They're created, and they have they can be taxed. And an estate, if there's a if, there's, if there are taxes you paid with, for gains that occur within the estate that aren't properly distributed to the beneficiaries in a timely manner, estates pay a federal income tax at the highest marginal tax rate, whereas the beneficiary most likely is not. So the timing of how these things pass through the estate is very important, and whether or not there's any income or gains realized in the estate is very important. It's not overly complicated if you know what you're doing. But we always want to make sure that these things pass outside of the estate if possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, now for our house to be transferred to our daughter, 
I don't, I don't know what the beneficiary of that would be. Our house is worth only about 200000 Well, there's ways to do it, and there's pluses and minuses with both, Dorothy. A, a lot of folks set up, uh, what do they call it, Tom? Uh, deed transfer? Yeah. Living estate? Dorothy, yeah. if, if you uh, – quite frequently and it's a very uh it's a very legitimate and often used uh, estate planning tool also a medicaid planning tool uh, it's called a deed transfer with a retained life estate so you transfer ownership of the property to your daughter and whoever you want to transfer it to and you retain what's called the life estate which means you can live in that property for the rest of your life and what is that called that transfer it's called a, well we call it a deed transfer. Like in David? Yeah, deed, yes. like the deed on your home, D E E D. With life estate. But there's some negatives to it too, Dorothy. Yes. So I would definitely I would advise you to consult with either your, you know, family attorney or or call our office and speak with Tom. So just having a will is not enough. Well, it's it helps, but I you can do better. I guess is what I'm saying. Like so that. there's there's, you know, it's not it's it's definitely a good starting point. But there are ways that you can reduce fees and expenses upon death that will keep more money going to your daughter exactly. as opposed to going to attorneys and courts and, and the government. So you can do better, That's for sure. That's it. Optimize what you're going to pass on to your daughter. All right. You're very helpful. Thank you for Thank the call. You. I appreciate that. And again, if anyone else needs us, complimentary consultation, call our office at 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. Let's sneak in one more time if we can. Even if we got to skip the break, we'll do it. Let's go to Carol in Lancaster. Hi, Carol. How are you? you i want to thank you you've helped us before thank you um <laughs> uh we have a we have a severe problem what had happened is my husband and i decided to help my daughter out and we bought a house for her okay mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be in my husband's name and my daughter's name but it wasn't supposed to be an equal partner thing where if she he died she got the house okay and um, I, somebody had mentioned to me, did you look into this? And I said, no, I didn't. I thought, you know, I told the lawyer what I wanted. And guess what? The lawyer did it so that if my husband dies, my daughter gets the house. Okay. Uh, the problem I have is I've been paying for that house. She at first was supposed to help me out and, and make the payments because that's why we did it for her. Mm -hmm. Right. And then uh, she just decided she wasn't going to make the payments anymore. So I'm making payments on the house. And my question is, is can my husband sell me his half of the house? And that would override the, the uh, fact that it would go directly to her. Well, is your husband still alive? Yes. Oh, he is. And your daughter lives in that house still? Yes, she does. Okay. The reason I bought it was because he had to... When you say that they're making payments, is there a bank mortgage on the house? Okay. The <laughs> I, I learned how to leverage money a long time ago. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and so what I did is I inherited a house, and I mortgaged that house and took a home improvement loan on that house. I sold it to my husband. Uh, he took out a mortgage. We took out a home improvement loan. So we bought my daughter's house, my son's house, and my other daughter lives in the house that we have the mortgage on. So truthfully, I have three houses. Two are free and clear, uh, and one I'm, I'm making payments 
sign. But mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, is my son and my one daughter are paying their payments. They're doing what they should do. And my other daughter is living free and clear, which drives so the, her and sister crazy. I'm sure. So the house that your daughter is living in free and clear, is that the one that's paid off, unfortunately? Yes. Yeah. Mm. And was it titled as tenants in common or as joint tenants with right of survivorship? I happen to know. I wanted joint tenants, which means that either one of them could own it but not sell it, I guess. It ended up... um, I'm sorry, go ahead. They they said, apparently, when I I got the actual title from the lawyer, he he had done joint tenants with survivor. So, which means that if my husband dies, she owns the house free and clear, and that's that is wrong. I yes. can't do it. Hmm. Yes. Um, are you are you speaking with your daughter? <laughs> oh yeah, we're speaking. In fact, when I said to her, you said you would pay me the you know mortgage payments, you know even though it's not a mortgage on her house, it's a mortgage on her sister's house. <laughs> hmm. um, Oof. I said you said you'd pay, and she says, well I pay the taxes, and I said, uh. oh my God, you know like. I put. The, the, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, this is my personal advice. I'd put the house up for sale. I mean, seriously, I, I would. I would force her to put the house up for sale. I mean, I think you know, your husband owns half the house. I would put it up for sale and say the party's over. I don't know how else you get out of that. You've really created quite the, mm-hmm. quite well, quite the complicated mess, I guess. The lawyer created the complicated mess. That's my biggest problem. Well, even if it was, he's not dead yet, right? So it's whether it's joint tenants with rights of survivorship or joint tenants in common. He can't sell just half of a house, right? So mm-hmm. it that doesn't really matter until death, I don't think. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, it does, well, it, it, death is a triggering event. But here, here's the thing. Um, no, you're not going to be able to sell that house with only one owner signing off on it. Right. The easiest thing to do, and the reason why I asked if you're speaking with your daughter, uh, if you're still in good, you know, on speaking terms, the easiest thing to do is simply do a detransfer from your daughter and your husband to your husband alone or to you and your husband so that you, so that you own it now instead of her. And if you want her to have it, you can put it in, you can put it in your will that she's to get it. Uh, if she wants to buy it from you uh, and you want her to uh, make yeah, take a mortgage out, it's called a, a private mortgage. We've done private mortgages. For- yeah, I had said to her, I said the house, when we, we bought it, it was a hot house. Okay. So I paid, Roughly sixty-seven thousand dollars. When she moved in, that house was worth one hundred and twenty. Nice. So I mean, this—you know—I can't be. I mean, I, I am wonderful to my children to the a fault because I was a single mom, and I felt that because I was a single mom, I was going to help them the best I could, and I did. Truly, they're not—they're almost to a fault. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that when she she started paying as she said she would do, and then all of a sudden, of course, the boyfriend moved in, and the boyfriend says, are you crazy? Your mother's not going to kick you out. Her grandchildren are in the house. Oh, show her, prove mm-hmm. her wrong. Prove the boyfriend wrong. Friend, no. <laughs> I would do. We have a way of handling that in the office. We look at Charlie, and Charlie and I go have a talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> If you knew Charlie, Carol, you know. Listen, uh, Carol, I've got to let you go, but call us at the office and uh, ask for Tom, of course, and, and we can try to help you. I think Tom's got the right idea. You know, Get her to transfer the deed back to your husband and tell her the party's over. Mm-hmm. And uh, if the boyfriend thinks that he's going to play games like that, then uh, I would uh, I would put the, I would force her to put the house up for sale and force her to sign. I mean, it's just what it is. 
I that's a, that was my thought, and truly, I was just looking. I was truly looking for an easier way out. Sure. Ah. Uh, confrontation, but I guess there was none. Yeah, I would call Tom and, and make it. Maybe you guys could have a longer conversation about it. Six three three one five one five. Carol, it sounds like you are a very generous mom, and a hats off to you. Yeah. I hope you're able to get out of the situation that you're in. But thank you for calling. We really appreciate it. Again, six three three. One five one five. If my children are listening, I am not going to buy you a house ever. <laughs> Just saying. You're Just not- <laughs> putting that out there. <laughs> sorry, kids, it's but right. uh, you're on your own for that. Not that generous. Okay. I don't know if they're listening. Anyway, I doubt. It. All right, Tom. Any last words before I let you go? I know you got to get back to uh, you got a, a, a wrestling match going on, so I'll let you get back to it. Yeah. The, the only thing that I would say is, look, it's, when it comes to estate planning. Uh, you have you've got to coordinate where your stuff is going to go, and you want to make sure it's done in a comprehensive manner. Be expensive, and it does not have to be complicated, but it has to be coordinated. Uh, so, if you're not sure how it's going to work, just give us a call at the office, and we will walk you through the most painless and cost-effective way to do it. Perfect, awesome. All right, Tom, have a terrific weekend. We appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. All right, take care. That's six three three one five one five. If you need Tom again, six three three. Fifteen, fifteen. Hey, one one thing I think that I also heard from that whole story was you might have complete trust in your own kids, but then all of a sudden there's boyfriends. Yeah, there that's are right. in-laws. There yes. are oh. maybe exes, and, sure. and and it really gets complicated because what you thought you could agree to with your own your own son or daughter. Maybe it would have been just perfect, but then there's influences out there, and that's that's, that's unfortunate. Right. That's life, though. So yeah. You got to be really thoughtful ahead of time. To avoid well, those things. Sounds like the boyfriend's a real winner. Yeah. You know, I'm oh, sure yeah. sure he's asking. Make him, uh, make him kick you out. Make him kick you out. Right. I'm, I'm sure he's gotten real good at do you want fries with that. So yeah. anyhow, all right, let's go to uh, Mr. Mariocker on our can you cue the music, please? We have uh, Mr. Mariocker on the line. We have to do we have to have our Johnny Cash intro music. Dave Mariocker, <laughs> folks, for those of you that don't know, is a is a true outdoorsman. I was talking before about hunting, but Dave is a man that Makes his own clothes, traps his own animals, chops down his own trees to heat his own home. And just released himself from a beaver trap that's before right. he just uh, came on the air. Absolutely. Yeah. He, uh, he's been known to make his own furniture. So if you're in his house and you're at his kitchen table, you know that that's probably something he chopped down with his own axe. He, he also finds time to be one of our chief stock portfolio managers. That's right. <laughs> how All you right. doing, Dave? With that intro, Dave Mariocker, how are you, sir? Are you in the woods somewhere? Thanks the intro. How are you? Good, good. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm working on a couple tabletops right now. I figured you would be. <laughs> I shot a nice doe this morning, one of the biggest does I've ever uh, I've ever shot. She was uh, she was bigger than the buck I shot. <laughs> Just huge. Oh, awesome! Congratulations. So, thank you. So uh, crazy market, five hundred and some points down, about four points four uh, percent loss for the week. We've only got a few minutes left, but I wanted to kind of sneak you in here and give you the opportunity to uh, just kind of give your take on what's going on out there and when you think it might end. Uh, we've been talking, Glenn, for about a year, about a 9 to 13% correction. We talked about it a few weeks ago. And realizing we're at around 10% means we didn't, the market didn't go up this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're flat on the year, a little bit down. Exactly. Realize that. Yep. That we've had a flat year. So we're all, like, we're all up in arms and wondering, hey, what's, but we're so used to, over the last eight or nine years, a fairly steady 2 to 2.5% GDP and mm-hmm. and uh, you know where we which which led us a very slow process in the stock market gaining and now we had a good year and we're getting volatility which 
which I'm glad we're having. So the markets went way up, and this is what I try to remind people, Dave, is to you know take longer periods of time and put it in the context, right? Yes, Amazon has been has gone through a big correction. Yes, Netflix has gone through a big correction. Yes, Apple has gone through a big correction. But I mean, gosh, some of these stocks were up like fifty to seventy percent before. Now they're only up what twenty? <laughs> no, that's right. And 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 in the big picture is that the market has gone up very nicely in the last few years, and now we're kind of flat for the year, one or one percent down. I'm still looking for a one to three percent gain on the year, but. Yeah, you're right. I agree totally. And if we didn't get this correction, then we're we're in for a, a like a, a big trouble. It seems, Dave, that it, you know the markets are looking for kind of a, a direction, right? So you got the Chinese tariffs, which are a big deal. That's a big part of the market, uh, you know, volatility. And then you've got the Fed. Now the Fed came out and made some comments this week that seemed to signify that hey, maybe one more, and then we're done for a while. Do you think that's going to have a, a, a kind of a calming effect once if they if they can really stop? I think that you're you're correct in that they've realized maybe in this environment in the last two decades of you know uh, interest rates coming down and we you know we hit the bottom and we're basically a seventy or eighty year low. The market became used to that. We had quantitative easing and now it's trying to get it's it's actually coming off of. You know all this life support, and I think that you're you're correct that they have taken notice that we don't want to be you know in the way of a, a slower growing economy. We don't we don't want to force it into a, a recession, which they could. And yeah. it, right, I mean, if you shock the the, the market with higher interest rates, and mm-hmm. the world is much lower than ours. Right. Right. Interest rates. Yep. And yeah. Absolutely. Have been bad. They have not rallied along with the U.S. market. So you're in a weird time, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm glad that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And, and now you just watch certain companies that you're, you know, you may be willing to pick up in this, in this downward trend here. Yeah. Certainly gives you an opportunity to pick up some stocks that maybe you've been watching for a while that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have gotten away from you and you wanted to get into, but, uh, you got some, you know, some stocks on sale. Dave, I got to let you go. Thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. And, uh, good luck with your tabletops. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. All right. right six three three one five one five. If you need Dave Mariocker or any of our investment professionals, uh, one last quick text I'll sneak in. Uh, I'm turning 65 in July. Should I come in now for Medicare advice or wait until closer to my birthday? I would say wait until closer to your birthday, likely, uh, you, you know, about three months before your birthday. So if you're turning 65 in July, right around May would be the time that you want to call our office and come on in and start looking at some mm-hmm. different options. Yep. Again, 633-5015. You can always come in earlier. Feel free. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for yeah. us. Mike Hayfield, yeah. thank you very much. Appreciate it's it. great to be here. Yeah, on behalf of, of uh, Tom Canavo, thank you as well. On behalf of Mike Lomas and Mike Hayflick, we are the financial guys. Feel free to use us as a resource. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at FinGuys, and again, use our uh, website as a resource, financialguys.com. And if you need us throughout the week, give us a call at the office if you think like us, 633-1515. All right, Financial Guys, we'll see you next week here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Have a good weekend.